Friday Legends, welcome along to Hellmouth Hotline once again. I am your host, Rodney Stewart, aka Here's Rodders. If you look up Here's Rodders, you'll find a lot of stuff that I'm doing beyond this. Um, anyway, um, this is the fourth episode of season four, an episode called Fear Itself. And it's one of these little random episodes that has nothing to do with the bigger storyline of the series. It's taken, like this is only episode 4 of this season, but it's taken a long time to reveal what's going on with these soldiers that are running around campus. And we do get to see that one more time in this episode. And of course, if you know the series, you know exactly who these guys are. It is the initiative. And everybody that's... Uh, and with them uh, are closer to home than we realise at this point. Um, anyway, it's a Halloween episode, and fairly ch- tongue-in-cheek for the most part. Um, they're carving, at the beginning of the episodes, they're, they're carving pumpkins in Xander's basement. And the gang, who at this stage, there's only the four of them, Buffy, Willow, Oz and Xander, they're discussing their plans for Halloween and Buffy she's still moping over the whole situation she had with Parker after him having the one night stand with her and clearing her off uh, they all decided they're going to go to the Alpha Delta house for a Halloween party and uh, Buffy she leaves early and she's going for an hour little uh, moan to herself an hour little mope she's sort of turning into Angel at this point in the series and um, yeah She's walking home and this demon jumps out in front of her and her first reaction is to give him a punch in the mouth, which she does. And the demon goes, ow, and uh, takes a mask off. Turns out it's a kid and he's asking what's wrong with her and walks off and she's like, you know, kind of thinking the same myself. Uh, next day at the school, Buffy and Oz both express their... They're having some concerns about Willow and her magic and is she ready to take the next step? Uh, she's getting stronger and stronger in witchcraft and they are more or less thinking is there a possibility that this could get out of control or go down a dark road or just, you know, we're, we're just concerned about you. But uh, Oz is also like whatever you decide to do I'd be there for you. At which point Buffy spots Parker and runs away because she doesn't want to face him at this point. Like she's going in for her lunch. He's sitting there having a laugh with his crew and she turns and leaves again. So she's running away from her problems. Uh, Willow follows and tells her to get over it and have some fun at the party that night. But Buffy thinks that Giles will want her to go out patrolling. But traditionally in this show, uh, Halloween is one of those nights where <coughs> the vampires and demons don't go out because it's just tacky in their eyes. And when she gets to Giles' apartment, uh, she's surprised that he's wearing a sombrero and in a cheerful Halloween mood. Up until this point, he never had much time for it, but he explains in this episode, you know, his uh, duties as the watcher just didn't let him appreciate the holiday for what it was so in this episode he's fully set up in the house he's got this little toy of Frankenstein's monster hanging from the the ceiling and he turns it on and its arms and legs start to 
we have about, and he's like, it's alive, so he's, we're getting a little bit of a, a fun giles at this point in the episode, and he encourages her, encourages Buffy to go to the party and have a bit of fun, but uh, at the fraternity house, the, the gang, the fraternity boys, they're getting ready for the party, and one of them, you know, they're setting up with fake spiders and skeletons, all that sort of stuff. The idea is they're going to have one of these horror houses where the party is in a room at the end of the house, but you have to go through a haunted house to get there. So they've got that whole setup going. And one of them gives another one an old book that he found a symbol and a paint on the floor. They want something, you know, freaky and horror-like. And they find the symbol, and the guy he's starting to paint it out on the floor. Uh, Anya, once again, she goes to see Xander, and she wants to know where their relationship is heading. She's just on his back the whole time here, and he starts to let her in a little bit in this episode. And he agrees that they're kind of dating at this point, and he invites her to the Halloween party that night, telling her, go and get something scary to wear, to what she's... What should I get? What's scary? And he's like, you're an ex-demon that tormented men for hundreds of years. You know, if you don't know what's scary, you know, there's something wrong here. But she says she'll get something sorted and meet him there. Back at the university, Buffy visits Professor Walsh and asks for missed assignments. But she's not met with any warmness from Professor Walsh at this point. And the, in the series, we just know her as this professor that's not cold as such, but she's strict to the point of, you know, if you mess about, you're out the door sort of thing. So she gives Buffy a bit of a backlash to that. If you miss another class, you're out of there. Um, her teaching assistant, Riley, is there. And uh, I'm going to have some fun talking about this guy throughout this series because uh, I know who he is and what he is in this series and there's some parts of it that don't get me wrong the guy is absolutely huge he's built like a tank but for me in this series he doesn't sell the character well of what he becomes later in the series and I've said it before and I'll say it again If it ever comes out that I have been uh, taken to task somewhere along the line and there's an investigation into my disappearance or something out there, somebody's took took it upon themselves to end me, I can tell you right now that it's probably because I laughed when I shouldn't have laughed. (laughs) And that's what I get from the Riley character in this series. No harm to the man as an actor, but, uh, yeah, what he becomes just isn't convincing for me in this series, but that, I'm just, I'm saying that there, I'm going to have to watch the series again, maybe with a fresh eyes and a fresh perspective, I may go the other way with it, but right now, that's where I kind of stand at with him, uh, Riley gives Buffy the assignment that Professor Walsh didn't, and when she says she get it done that night, He's like, you know, it's Halloween. He's about having fun. And he tells her that Halloween is the night and all the monsters come out to play. And she replies, uh, 
that's a, a misnomer. And he's like, I didn't mean real ones. So it's a joke, throwaway line, kind of, but it's a foreshadowing of what's about to come as well. Um, Oz and Xander there carrying equipment into the the frat house, sound equipment for the party. Uh, Oz starts to install it uh, while the guy with the book is painting the symbol on the ground. Xander asks what the, the symbol represents. This dude's got no idea. He's just like, you know, that's meant to be scary without it in this book. And this should, you know, bring up some alarm bells for Xander, but then he, he's like, oh, grapes. So, you know, he, he could have stopped the whole thing before it started, but, you know, this is Xander after all. Oz, after getting the speaker set up, he's listening to them, and, you know, he's a musician, so he, he's got a good ear for sound, and he thinks one of the, the speakers is not working properly and he goes to strip the wire and fix it and accidentally cuts himself on his pen knife and as he's walking across the symbol a drop of his blood falls on it and uh, there's obviously some activation going on here and a little plastic decorated of decorated of is that even a proper word one of these plastic spiders they've got for the party is sitting inside the circle suddenly turns into a real tarantula and walks off Buffy goes to visit her mother Joyce, this wonderful wonderful chat between these two characters in this episode uh, more of up to this point Joyce, Buffy's mother has literally been the mother figure in this here, she's either uh, you know disciplining her or going over the top protecting her uh, you name it uh, but this episode here in this sequence we get a conversation between mother and daughter that put the two characters on level playing ground you know there's a very very deep conversation uh, her mother is altering one of Buffy's old Halloween costumes so she can go to this party it's a little Red Riding Hood costume and they're talking about how things used to be whenever her dad was there. And the current social life of her mother, uh, Joyce, talks about how uh, Buffy's father used to love going trick-or-treating with her. And Buffy's commenting like he, he's not interested in her anymore. And Joyce tells her that, you know, the divorce wasn't Buffy's fault. And Buffy acknowledges that she knows it's true, but she wishes that she, you know, still took... He still took an interest on her now, and you know that goes deep into. You know, you open up your heart to people, yeah, it ends up getting broken. And her mother's like, you know, the first year was in Sunnydale. I didn't make many friends, and you know it was a bit gun shy. And it's it gets easier as I go along, but you know it's still there's there's hard times. It's it's very, very nice moment between mother and daughter I found it was just uh, very well done and it was nice to see the two of them talking on that level playing field for a change uh, back at the party there's a guy leads a blindfolded girl to stick her hand under a bowl of grips and he tells her that the grips are inside her eyeballs this is a call back to earlier in the episode whenever Xander went to the grips and they told him the plans but of course whenever we seen that 
no rubber spider turning into an actual tarantula and walking off. You're expecting what happens in this episode. And she takes off. She's got a blindfold on. And she takes it off. And that's actual real eyeballs that she's left. And there's some good visuals in this episode, have to, to be said. Um, the only thing I would say, having myself having a history of epileptic seizures, I've only, well, I'm saying that I've only ever had two in my lifetime, but I'm very, I'm very sensitive to what can trigger something like that. And the strobe light effect is one of those things. So if you're, uh, if you have this sort of condition, uh, there is a strobe light effect in this episode. And it really, I think now, obviously TV, low budget, you know, it's not a Hollywood standards and whatnot. And they do push the visuals incredibly far in this episode. I feel that they, the strobe effect was in this episode to kind of enhance that by hiding some of the strings, let's just say. So, uh, incredible, incredible episode. Uh, pandemonium takes control over everyone in the house. They're all freaking out. Um, Buffy, we're back to them there waiting outside the party for her friends. Xander shows up. And he asks her what she's got in her little red riding hood baskets, which she applies weapons, of course. And she comments in the nice tuxedo that he's wearing. And Xander, he's James Bond in this one. And he wants to make sure that if they change into their costumes, this is calling back to a previous Halloween episode in the run of the show, where they were, they fell under a spell of whatever they were dressed as, they actually became. So he says, if I change into whatever my costume is at least it'll be somebody cool and Buffy points out that if that happens he'll probably just turn into the cool head waiter and he says well you know, as long as he's cool and has some kind of power he'll be happy at which point Willow and Oz show up Willow's dressed as Joan of Arc states they have a lot in common since she was almost burned at the stake and had a close relationship with God and when Xander asks Willow or Oz is Oz he's just dressed in his own normal gear and he pulls a shirt to the side to show a sticker name tag that says hello my name is God <laughs> so uh, some nice little humour moments in here uh, Xander also laments that they could have done the same thing uh, which is he had known that before renting the tux I could have been God <laughs> so they're starting to walk towards the fraternity house only for a couple of masked soldiers in camouflage, holding guns, silently come out of the bushes and move past them, and Buffy tells them that their costumes are nice, very stealthy. Uh, Willow asks who they're supposed to be. Xander suggests NATO. Uh, yeah, so this is the initiative. A couple of soldiers from the initiative. That's just dropped in there. We're jumping ahead of the game here. Uh, these... The initiative hasn't been outed yet in this series, but we have seen these soldiers before in prior episodes. So it was uh, a tasty little moment to throw into this episode. You know, if everybody walking about in the streets and uh, and costumes and whatnot, and these two soldiers just walking around freely, more or less. Uh, Xander tells the group that he invited Anya to the party, but she's having a hard time find her costume, they'll meet them there and Buffy once again starts complaining that she's 
she's starting to feel like a third wheel. Everybody got a date with her. And Sandra, he's like, oh, technically you're a fifth wheel. <laughs> uh, back at the party, everything goes crazy. People are running around in all directions, screaming, some ending up mutilated, injured in various ways. Lights are flashing. Again, the strobe effect, the kind of hide the strings of effects, I would reckon. Um, it's, again, very, very good visuals. There's a, a girl lying bleeding on the sofa. And she opens her eyes and looks around. Uh, several people try to escape, only for the door to slam before they can get out. One of the frat guys comes running down the stairs, screaming for help, trips, falls to the bottom of the stairs, breaks his neck. And, uh, yeah, eventually, the Scooby gang make their way to the front door of the house. Uh, the house peaceful from the outside and once they're inside they wonder where everyone is it's quiet and whatnot. And Oz tells them just follow the arrows uh, Willow gets caught in some cobwebs freaks out and she's like they're, they're very good at their decorations kind of um, Oz is more or less he's like you know they're not that good at cleaning either so maybe not be fake spider webs it could be the real thing so yeah I like Oz's Dry what in this series? Excuse me. Sander standing in the hallway when a plastic skeleton with a knife pops out, trying to pretend he wasn't scared by it. Um, yeah, so it's all just your standard sort of Halloween house decorations and whatnot, and uh, obstacles until Oz turns around and he sees a real tarantula. On Willow's shoulder, he gets it knocked off her. But Willow, she's still kind of freaked out because of the spider. Uh, Buffy says they should just get to the party, part of the party. And while walking down the next hallway, they get confused because it's not leading to where it should. And the house kind of turns into a maze at this point. Uh, they break up and go their separate ways. And not, not. They can't even find the staircase to the second floor. All that sort of stuff. Um, Buffy finds real blood on the carpet. Uh, Xander, uh, he comments that they, the frat boys have gone overboard. Um, yeah, so at this point they're all getting frustrated with each other. Um, they look up at one point, there's, the roof's covered in bats, the bats swoop down and attack them, but as soon as the attack stops, Oz finds one of them on the floor and he lifts it and it's, only rubber and they all you know they're all wondering what's going on and uh, yeah a deep voice we heard earlier in the episode demands to be released so you hear this every once in a while Anya gets to the party she's dressed in a big pink pink and white bunny suit and uh, she's not able to get into the house the front door has disappeared there's just a wall there uh, she walks around to the front of the house and she hears a girl screaming and she looks up at the window on the top floor of the house and, and a very cool effect um, well done the the bricks of the house cover over the window very well done and fairly freaky um, inside the house unable to get out of the house Buffy tells the gang to find a way out and get help uh, they find a guy called Chaz, one of the fraternity members. He's hiding in the closet and he's 
he's in shock and he's saying that it's alive, it's alive. Uh, meaning the house, you know. Um, at which point a skeleton attacks Buffy from behind with a knife. Uh, she attacks it, destroys it, and it becomes a fake skeleton again. Now the the transformation of the skeleton was absolutely phenomenal and looked well. Uh, there was a little bit just before the attack where you see the rubber sort of skeleton and then they, it starts to come to life and it kind of you know, pans up from its feet and uh, up to its head and it's it moves on its own and it's obviously an animatronic sort of a deal but looks phenomenal uh, the guy Chaz goes back to hide in the closet and you know when they turn back around to look the, the closet is now gone, it's just a wall so this is freaking everybody at this point Anya turns up at Giles' house for help, uh, saying that he did save Xander. And, you know, of course, Giles is going to be asking about the others, and she's like, oh, well, they're trapped too, but we really need to save Xander. Um, yeah, so back at the house, Xander, he's trying to talk to Buffy and the gang, but he finds that he's become invisible. They can't see him, they can't hear him. Um, they're all completely ignoring him. Uh, Buffy and Willow, they've got a fight. They have get into a fight over Buffy giving orders and Willow's like, I'm not your sidekick. She walks out, followed by Oz. Um, they find a set of stairs, they head up. Willow and Oz, this is. As they're walking, Oz starts to transform into a werewolf. Uh, spoilers, he is indeed a werewolf. And he ends up scratching Willow before running away from her. Um, Xander approaches a mirror and sees that he has a reflection. Uh, in the background, there's a, a once fake head that was brought on for the party. Uh, says that he can see him too. <laughs> so there's a lot of little moments in this episode where it's just like uh, weird and random. Absolutely love it. Um, we cut to Oz. He's sitting in the bathtub and he's chanting over and over again that I'm not going to change, you're not going to change, you're not going to change. Willow, she tries a conjuring spell uh, that'll help her, help lead her to where she needs to go. Uh, this was a conversation earlier in the episode was she ready for the next level in witchcraft and this, what she's trying to do now is indeed that there. Um, she tries to conjure her spell to Aradia, uh, the goddess of the lost. Uh, the spell gets out of control and she screams as it attacks her. It's just like this little beam of energy appears in front of her. And she's like, you know, I need to go find whoever's in trouble, whatever, and you know, wherever I'm going. And I need you to lead me there. So what's about to do that? And then it starts breaking up into like two, three, four, five, all these different little versions of it start appearing and it attacks her like a swarm of bees. Uh, Buffy here in Willow's cries tries to get her but instead falls into the basement where the dead start coming up from the ground and grabbing at her. A great resequence. The, the frat guy with the broken neck from earlier on appears out of nowhere and uh, he tells Buffy that she will keep fighting but always ends up in the same place on your own more or less uh, 
Jay's. I just never see my notes here, but Jay's and Anya turning up the door. Uh, they're unable to find a way in, of course. So uh, Jay's has his little bag of tricks there. It's usually like, you know, crosses and stakes and whatnot. And, you know, he's got a book in his hand. And he's like, we're going to have to make a, a door ourselves. So he goes to his bag of tricks. And that's not a huge bag, but he's down, crouched over it. And the next thing he, he turns around, he's got this massive chainsaw that just obviously would never fit in that bag. So I love it. Whenever that stuff happens, it's just like, yes. Um, where are we at? He starts cutting a door doorway through the house, uh, back in there. And their frenzied attempts to escape their fears, you know, they've worked out that they, whatever they're scared of, essentially, they, the house is making it a physical thing. And uh, it's all coming true. Uh, the group runs into uh, themselves and whatever, you know, was annoying them at a the time, the spell that was attacking Willow has stopped. Uh, the transformation that all his body was having has stopped. Buffy's no longer on her own, and they can all hear Xander again. Um, yeah, so uh, all the gang runs into the goat room. This uh, class is the goat room here in my notes that I've looked up online, which is where the actual party was at. So they're in the room now that has the symbol on the ground. Things seem to be back to normal, you know, there's none of this stuff tormenting them. Uh, Xander then finally works out that these guys had taken the symbol from that book over there. Uh, they determined that the mark of Gachner is what it is, at which point uh, Giles busts through the door with a chainsaw, then Anya comes in behind him and then they break. Uh, where are we at? Gosh, I'm losing my place again, Xander. And Giles bust in with a chainsaw and say that saying that the walls they cut down and closed up behind them. Giles is getting under the book. They were having trouble translating from Gaelic. Uh, Willow got a certain distance, and of course Giles has been the the brainiac. He gets under the book and he's like, you know, one of the ways uh, or to stop. Gachner coming forth he says this thing can't come out he shows a picture of it and she's like no I don't want to fight that there and he's like uh, destroying the symbol of, of Gachner uh, before he gets a chance to finish Buffy goes and puts her fist through the floor destroying the symbol and Jay's is like destroying the symbol is not one of the ways to do it and it will indeed call forth the demon at which point there's this light coming up from the hole in the floor and you hear the, this demon on its way up and it doesn't even manifest and it turns out that it's only about six, five to six inches tall uh, and uh, after they have a good laugh at it Buffy simply squashes it with her shoe and yeah so that's it they saved from this little miniature demon uh, at Jay's place Xander he Starts to question Anya about the, the bunny costume that she was wearing for the party, uh, whether eating candy. And she's like, you know, bunny scare me. So, uh, um, Giles, he sat in the background and he discovers the mistake that he made at the house. The small picture of Gachner in the book had a Gaelic inscription under it and he says, I should have translated that first. 
Buffy's like, what does it say? He says, actual size. So it's a nice, tasty little Halloween episode, a little bit of fun. And uh, I'm hoping shortly we get into the, the meat and potatoes of this series and get the the initiative and see where we're going to go with it. And looking forward to the return of Spike as well. If I recall, right, uh, Spike turns up again and gets captured by these soldiers. So, uh, yeah, great, great little episode. And that's, again... It's it's difficult to believe that this first aired way way back in nineteen ninety nine. This is one of these shows where you just think it happened yesterday. It's crazy. Anyway, I think that'll do it for this episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please rate and review it. All that good sort of social media stuff. Leave a like on it, share it, and all that malarkey. If you want to get in contact with the show, you can do that at hellmouthhotline at gmail.com and I'm off guys whatever you're doing, stay safe and I will talk to you in the next episode This has been a production of Coins Edge Media Thank you so much for listening